We're just gonna bullshit this. Yeah, this is a hundred percent improv. Welcome to Dice Funk, where the hosts of Word Funk and a new friend are going to kill each other in D&D and probably mess that up because we don't really know how to play or, okay. Nobody, nobody's going to kill me in D&D. I'm the dungeon master. But, let, I'm going to kill, I'm going to kill everybody else. I think I'm the only person who won't actually, like, succeed in killing the other party members because I'm the only person who plays Pathfinder on a regular basis. The fourth wall will not protect you, Johnny. I mean, listen, actually, I think it's really interesting that we have a wide swath of, like, experience levels. Like, I have never played a tabletop role-playing game before. Johnny used to work at a gaming store. Like, you're closest to having done this professionally. And I believe our other two people have, a like, medium or, like, moderate to high level of experience. So there's a, there's a level of relatability for everyone. But, uh... I currently play in a Pokemon Pathfinder game that somebody fused Pokemon and Pathfinder together. Wait, why are I'm... we not doing that? Fuck this um, shit. <laughs> well, because number one, it's like his, and number two, I'm pretty sure Nintendo would sue the fuck out of us. And number three, um, I'm currently sitting in a uh, in an electric gym, hugging hugging an Ampharos. So, wait, are you role playing as the trainers or the Pokemon? Both. Oh, sweet. I just want so to be a every Snorlax. Pokemon, every Pokemon has their own character sheet, and then you play the trainer. So I play myself as a 16-year-old girl who's a dark trainer. That's, that's, okay, you know what? Dice <laughs> Funk had a nice run, but we're switching gears. <laughs> now this it's was, Pokemon Funk? Yeah, this is a great show. Let's, um, I mean, that was a fun intro bit. Ha ha ha. Let's, let's, <laughs> let, <laughs> let's. <laughs> I love that you announced that it was successful. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to transition away from the fact that I forgot to introduce us. Thanks for drawing that attention was to it. <laughs> Thanks for drawing attention to it, Leon. Hello, everybody. I'm Austin Yorsky. You might know me as former editor in chief of Blistered Thumbs. I also co-hosted the VT podcast and Word Funk. Uh, you guys want to? I'll throw it to you, Leon. You're the most important of us. Sorry, everybody else. Leon. Okay. The- hey, I got. I got. No. All right. Fine. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you tried to contest that, but you critical failed. Yeah. I. Uh, hi, I'm Leon Thomas. I host uh, Renegade Cut, and I'm sort of the host of Word Funk, and uh, now I'm doing this also. Sort of the host. Yeah, in this in the sense is it that like I int- a runaway train wreck like this is. Yeah, I I introduce it and then edit it, but really, it's I mean Johnny talks more than any of us. Hello, I'm Leon. I add "kiss from a rose" to the end of conversations professionally. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. Okay. Okay, I guess I guess I should go next because I'm the other player. Uh, hi, I'm Jess. Uh, most people know me as Lady Jess. I have two shows on YouTube uh, currently. Fool's Gold, where I examine how stupid Hollywood was in the Golden Age, and uh, Superhero Rundown, where I examine how stupid superhero TV shows and movies are. So, um, yeah, that's about it. I'm friends with Leon. Uh, I work on Nerdvice. I have my own website called Circle Plus that has a lot of nice ladies with nice boobs. (laughs) Is that the tagline? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was until I kind of realized that we have male commenters. (laughs) I mean, you don't know about their boob situation. No, but we're the worst. Male commenters on for female video hosts are just the worst people. Oh my god, it was great. There was one okay, so um I I live and date the rap critic and um 
There was a comment. You, you live the you live the rap critic. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean live with. I live with and date the rap critic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and there was a co- we just released our the jazz singer crossover that we've been working on for like a month and a half, and um, we we got a comment that said she doesn't have an opinion because she has boobs. Ah. And I literally just stood there and I was like. But you're a girl. How do you what? Because they had a girl avatar and it was a really girly YouTube name. So I'm assuming they're a girl. Otherwise, they're a very, very poor man. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, who the hell is Johnny? We should introduce Johnny. We should. I just, I just want to take a moment to acknowledge that Leon's calls dropped. Uh, he, he should be back. But if not, it was, it was wonderful having him. Thank you for joining us, Leon. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a DM, yeah. GM person, dude, narrator guy. I, I, yeah, I guess I am. Uh, I, I'm Johnny, and I haven't played Dungeons and Dragons in like five years. Uh, and even then, it was like fourth edition for a day. Um, Nobody likes the, fourth edition. No, but that was like that was just the last time that I played it. That was when I was working at the at the game store because it was like learn fourth edition and play it with people so you can sell it to them. And I was like, uh, okay, I, I guess I will. But I don't remember anything about it. Um, really, three point five is uh, um, the last time that I played any sizable amount of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't I don't really know what I'm doing. So you're more all, you're all about that. Was that power grid? Uh, oh yeah, and yeah. settlers of Catan, I imagine. Oh my god, I love settlers. Yeah, yeah. Although, um, uh, other games too. <laughs> what was that supposed to be? No, I just like you know m- some of my favorite board games are Twilight Struggle, Mansions of Madness. Um, you could be making these up. I wouldn't know. No, Twilight Struggle is great. Twilight Struggle is a two-player game about the Cold War that takes forever and a day to play. It's fantastic. And Battlestar Galactica, because I like to stab my friends in the back. That, yeah. that's, that's our next game. We're going to do an all-Cylon run. Oh, God. Is that even possible? I don't know. I've never played it. No, it's really not. It's not, not possible at all. All right. And, uh, and if it sounds like I'm a little distracted right now, that's because I am, because I've never used the uh, application that we're using here. Um, yeah, so behind the scenes stuff, we're using an online free application called Roll20. Uh, this is going to be an audio show, so you should have everything you need to listen to it uh, attached to your head in the form of ears. But we, we have a little thing we can see, so just to make notes and roll dice and stuff. But uh, it also has all kinds of other functionality we probably aren't going to use, but Johnny's still playing with, including drawing pictures to people's portraits and labeling them Leon or not Leon. Not Leon either. I was labeled. Thank you very much. Well, we got we to gotta make sure we keep it straight because sometimes people forget if they're Leon or not, which could be catastrophic for storytelling purposes. Well, listen, I don't think I will ever forget that I'm not Leon because I'm apparently the only person in this car all with boobs. I mean, it could ha- you say it can never happen to you and then you turn around one day and you look in the mirror and you're Leon. It happens to the best of us. Oh, my God. I really hope that day never comes. Oh, Damn. I don't know. I dream about waking up and being Leon. I don't know if I could deal with not having all of this hair that I currently possess. (laughs) (laughs) This is double funny because he's still not back in the call yet. (laughs) That's why I'm saying it. Johnny, uh, let's let's assume uh, that, let's say, like half of our audience has no idea about Dungeons & Dragons and they're just word funk fans and the other half knows a lot about Dungeons & Dragons and they're here for the sweet dice rolls. Do you want to 
Do you want to explain a little bit about what D&D is? I assume people know basically, but just... Sure, sure. Uh, Dungeons & Dragons is a brand new way. Uh, it's not brand new at all. It's actually years and years old. It's a tried, tested, and true way to piss your friends off, uh, get them to not speak to you for a while, uh, because you pretend murder each other. Um, it, it's really um, a storytelling system. I mean, if you're an RPG fan... Um, it's likely that whatever it is that you think is an RPG owes quite mm-hmm. a lot to Dungeons and Dragons. Like I say, I say I've never played a tabletop RPG, but I've played Baldur's Gate. I've played like Elder Scrolls. So I, in a Hell sense, yeah, Baldur's Gate. In a sense, I've played D and D. Like every you know video game owes something to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hey, we um, have Leon. The, the I guess the best way to explain it um, is that it's it's really it's a storytelling system. Um, as the dungeon master, I'm going to set up situations that get presented to the other people who are playing. That would be Leon, Jess, and Austin. Uh, and then they describe what they would like their characters to do. So it might be like, you know, um, you wander into town, and the first thing you notice is an orphanage that's shutting down, and there's a nun on the I rolled. I rolled to burn down the orphanage. I rolled to burn down the orphanage. <laughs> Damn it, Austin, that's not what we're doing! What? Wh- Don't interrupt your dungeon master, motherfucker! What's that? Is that, a, is that an intelligence check to burn down the orphanage? No, you, I mean, first of all, okay, you don't have a character, so you don't exist in this universe yet, asshole. All right? Second of all, even if you did have a character, what makes you think you can just make fire? You're not like some fucking wizard. Yeah. Uh, you don't know. You don't know my, my wizard life. So that's, yeah, basically it. We're going to be we're gonna be yelling at each other uh, as soon as Leon comes back. I'm going to be sitting quietly in the corner going, what did I get myself into? It's make-believe, but with rules for deciding who dies. Yeah, basically. You know, most of most of the things that happen in Dungeons & Dragons are um, uh, determined by random dice rolls that are, you know, uh, modified in a certain way. You'll have a certain skill with something, and then, you know, it'll be like, I really want to climb this rope, or I really want to sing uh, a Whitney Houston number at the talent show. And it'll be like, okay, well, do you have Whitney Houston as a skill? And be like, you bet I do. My Whitney Houston skill is at 60. And then you roll, and like, if you make the role, like if you come in under 60, then it's like, congratulations, you sang Whitney Houston. And that's the game. At least that's how it used to go. I I have not played, I have not played 5th edition, so um, there's going to be a lot of bumbling. I've actually you know. never played 5th edition, but I hear that it's close to Pathfinder, so it should be a relatively easy transition for me. I read the book. Hopefully that helps. I'm back. Leon's back! I uh I don't know. This has never happened during Word Funk, so I blame Austin. Okay, so I I missed like the last ten minutes, and I am sorry. Uh, I was recording the whole time, Austin, so I left a message for you in my Audacity file while I was offline. So there's that. Um, what would you like me to do now? <laughs> it's cool. We just explained basically what Dungeons and Dragons is. Now the first step is Leon and myself and Jess are going to make characters, and then Johnny's going to subject them to his. Just torture chambers, probably. I don't know. I feel like this is this is gonna be a sadistic campaign, probably. All right, who wants to start? Johnny, Johnny, you pick, I guess. Well, I think Leon and I have kind of an idea of our characters. Jess has nothing, so if we want to build one from the ground up for people to listen to, and then me and Leon can kind of just quickly roll to get through that. So that yeah, that, sure. That strikes right, cool. me as the the most expedient. All right, cool. Um, I need a fifth edition character sheet. I can send you one on Skype. That would be great. 
What? Why are you giggling, Leon? Sorry. <laughs> Everything's funny. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Everything was hilarious while you were gone, by the way. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. We talked about how sexy you were, how strong. Oh, oh man, I missed it. Ah. What the hell is that? If Johnny's adding music. <laughs> it's motorcycle oh cop. Oh, my God. <laughs> Johnny, I'm trying to. I'm. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just discovered that I can add music. <laughs> I know. Oh, okay. I know. Dude, that's not going to come through the recording because that was um on Roll20, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so for listeners, uh, Johnny just brought back a classic word funk chestnut and started blasting Motorcycle Cop through our browser client. Um, I just dropped a character sheet into the Skype chat for anyone who needs it. Uh, um, if okay, you're... that's very helpful. Thank you, because I have... Okay, this is not as bad. Oh my god, they actually made the skills less not that bad. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to play Dungeons & Dragons, the basic rules for players, DMs, and the character sheets are all available for free on the Wizards of the Coast website. That's what we did. Um, I'm also going to spend the Patreon money on buying other source books and stuff because I like to support artists and writers and stuff. But uh, you have everything you need there if you want to yeah. start. Oh, I'll, also, I'll be putting up the character sheets for everybody we make. Um, I'll put them on Twitter and uh, my Patreon, and you guys can definitely put them on yours if anybody wants to see those. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need copies, of course. Oh yeah, definitely. So. Oh yeah. I um, ha- I have mine all filled out except for the rolls because Johnny, uh, you're gonna make us roll for stats. Yeah, yeah. I'm a classicist, so um, and uh, you know, before we get started too, I just want to say that I'm also I'm also like reasonably big on house rules and things like that because I I don't like being a rule pedant. Um, if you guys know that there's a rule in the book that that you are you know very specifically trying to exploit and I miss it, feel free to jump mm-hmm. in. But a lot of the time, I will take shortcuts and just be like. You know, if if you want to do something, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, let me look up the skill because I don't think you have it <laughs> yeah. or something like that. You know, so we'll um, we'll we'll kind of uh, we might fudge a few things because I'm not really a purist in that sense. I'd rather that the game keep rolling. But like I said, if there's if there's a problem that you have, if there's a rule that you know that you're trying to do something very specific, and I glaze past it, bring it up, cite a page, we'll read it. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I have a yeah, I, I have a question uh, on my character sheet. All all of this seems self-explanatory. What does background mean? Um, in the if you look in the basic players manual thing, uh, there's um like background information. You can just make up stuff. Are you looking at the optional oh. one? Oh oh, I'm look. It's just it's just a small space, so I didn't. I can't like write his life story on it. I'm gonna just write. He's like a guy. He's a guy. Okay, so Johnny, I guess the first question I would have to ask you is: Are there any limits to class and or race? No, no, no limits to class and race. Uh, and when we're going to be rolling stats, I do pools. So what we're going to be doing is you're going to be rolling uh, a six die, and then you can assign each one to the trait that you want to assign it to. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to be like you know. I want to play a cleric. Okay, roll for strength eighteen. Okay, roll for wisdom two. Yeah, that makes no sense. No, so so we're gonna be we're gonna be rolling dice pools. You're gonna get six figures, and then you can assign those to the traits that you want to give them to. Are there um, any um, alignment uh, limitations? No, no. But bear in mind that uh, if you guys very deliberately choose separate alignments from each other, you're gonna make it very very difficult for the game to progress in a natural way. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm picking true. He's true neutral that leans slightly more towards good. I'm chaotic good. I'm chaotic neutral. Okay, 
So yeah, just uh, we, me and Johnny discussed this before, but I guess I'll just double back on it now. But um, we're definitely more interested in the narrative possibilities. I think that tabletops lend themselves to the infinite majesty of imagination. Like if you're really interested in stats and combat, I think you probably should look, check into video games. They're this thing that's kind of a, a recent invention. It lights on a screen. It's cool. Check it out. Uh, but <laughs> this is definitely going to be more stupid talking than oh math. Oh my god, you are my favorite person ever right now. <laughs> this is more stupid talking. I'm like, I feel like I'm in grad school. Um... <laughs> Take that, academia. <laughs> Suck my thesis. Okay. Um, I think if it's cool, I want to be a druid. Probably... For, for the record, uh, the characters we have so far, I believe Leon is a human fighter, and I am a halfling cleric. Okay, I think I'm going to be a human druid. Yeah, I think I'm going to be a human druid. Are we just starting at level one? Is that what we're doing? Yep, that seems like the most natural course. And while Jess is thinking up some of the basic stuff, do you want to talk a little bit about your character, Leon? Because like I said, we're going to gloss over ours except oh, for yeah. rolling. Oh, sure. Um, I'm actually going to give you a picture as a as a um, reference. Oh, for, shit. For, for generally what I think this guy looks like. He, he, um, he Basically, I'm basing the character loosely off of uh, Simon Belmont from Captain and the Game Master and uh, Zorro the Gay Blade. So that's kind of what he looks like. <laughs> please, tw- please tweet that. That's cause I beautiful. Because <laughs> I can't use it in the... Uh... No, I'm good. In the show. Oh, yeah. For, for everyone, if you should probably follow us on Twitter because we talk a lot about stuff uh, both in our other shows and this one. So if you don't want to miss out on anything, uh, Leon, you're at Renegade Cut. Johnny, you're at Scatterbrains. I'm at Austin Yorsky. And Jess, what's your Twitter handle? I follow you, but yours has numbers uh, in it. Yeah, Raven Alegria 13 because that's like literally been my gamer tag forever since I was like five. So... My, I have the I have a really embarrassing gamer tag for like my PlayStation one. It's Captain SS Sasquatch. Because <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is it Captain like SS Sasquatch or is it Captain Sasquatch? That's what people always think it is. But I used to work at a marina. I was um, like a dock worker, and there was a boat I called the SS Sasquatch, and I like to drive it a lot. So I I always joked that I was the captain of the SS Sasquatch. So I made my, that my PlayStation name at the time. It seemed a lot funnier then. And now it just sounds like a Nazi name? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Either that or like a snake-sasquatch hybrid, which actually sounds fucking cool now that I think about it. Um, so yeah, all right, you, all right, uh, yeah so, um, you're Zorro. My, my character, uh, yeah, I'm loosely basing off of uh, two characters. To, um, basically, I, I just uh, want to pick someone who will be uh, narratively interesting uh, for our listeners. Um, he's a level one f- human fighter, which is like the most boring thing, but that's just so it's easy for me. And, uh, that's, that, that's it. He's easy. I, I kind of want him to be interested in the adventures for his own, uh, glory and for riches, but he's not, he's not like gonna like, how would I put this? He's selfish, but he's not an asshole. <laughs> All right. Before I talk about my character, Jess, did you want to confirm some things with Johnny real quick? Or talk oh, I'm good. I'm just literally, um, I think, like, the biggest thing for me is, like, I can't really do anything until we do the dice rolls for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you can just grab out your proficiencies and your racial bonuses and a little bit of background and stuff. 
Yeah, I'm looking at the, like, the, yeah, that's about it, but. So, yeah, we'll. really not a lot. We'll, we'll roll in a bit. Did you have a name you were thinking of? I have no idea. Because I was, <laughs> I was thinking for listener benefit, it's best if we have a uh, kind of a mnemonic uh, curve to it. Like, I was thinking, so I'm Austin. I may, I named my character, who is a halfling cleric, Anne. So Anne Austin, it's got that assonance. And Leon is your Ronaldo and your renegade cut, right? I did not mean to do that. Well, <laughs> at all. No, Ronaldo is named after uh, the Simpsons character that appeared for one episode. Um, he, he shows up and sa- and he introduces himself as Ronaldo, and Homer says, "Hi, Ronaldo," and he says, "My name must never be spoken," <laughs> and that and that and that's it. I, I guess it would be like I, I think I've never had a character called uh, Jane, as in J A Y N E. So I guess Jess makes sense. All right, so I mean, you, you don't have to uh, commit to that right now, but at least tentatively, that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, so we got Jane, the human druid, you said? Mm-hmm. We got Renegade Cut Ronaldo, the human fighter, and Anne, the halfling cleric. Um, my character, basically, I said chaotic good. I was thinking, I originally set out to do kind of a, like a Don Quixote character. I really love that book. My um, international baccalaureate Spanish exam was actually to talk about it in Spanish for 15 minutes. That's the only thing I've ever studied for. But as I wrote it out, it ended up being much more Joseph Joestar from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which oh I don't, my God. which I don't think anyone on here is super familiar with. Jess, do you know JoJo? I I've heard of it. Yeah. So if you if you're the in the the Venn diagram of D and D and JoJo, you came to the right place because oh jeez. Uh, yeah, it's uh, my character is basically a good guy, but much more interested in uh imaginative solutions than violence and is not afraid to run is just very eager to flee at the, the any sign of a fair fight which i think will be fun um definitely won't pass up the opportunity to to jump people if we have the numbers advantage but i think if we if we roll up on a dragon you guys are going to be seeing a lot of my ass <laughs> as i haul in the other direction my uh i wrote down ideals my- Money is good, fame is better, protect the weak if they are paying and or hot. I did want to run by Johnny. I'm a cleric, so I have to have a deity um, in my backstory, right, Johnny? Yeah, yeah, I'm listening. All right, so halflings, uh, as a rule, are lawful good, and they worship Yondala. But in my backstory, because I wanted to be chaotic good, I had my cleric actually leave the church and uh, worship Avandra, a goddess of change, luck, trade, travel, and halflings, who's from 4th edition. Um, Once again, it's still a good halfling deity, and still a major deity, uh, but not the chief one. Just wanted to make sure that's fine. I don't think it matters particularly, but if we ever explore my backstory, that is a thing. If we if we run up on any halfling society, they might spit on you. But uh... I actually I actually looked into it pretty pretty well. Like Yondala is the major, like it's the it's the one that they will worship in like proper halfling society. The god I worship now is like there's shrines everywhere because it's uh, like a traveling uh, a deity of travelers. So it's out it's out there and it's major, but it's not like an established you know ornate cathedral style faith. Right. Right. So. 
No, I mean, you can you can take it. You can take it. I mean, I you know, it might like I say, it might be that if we run into Halfling Society, they might think you're a little weird. Yeah, and I and I I think they're kind of weird because uh, as my flaw, I took that I'm prejudiced against followers of Yandala because of my um, pre- previous associations association with that church. I think they're they're really uh, they're dicks about their lawfulness. They're not they're not willing to get I'm, their hands dirty. I'm uh, I'm comfortable with this. Cool. Leon, your flaw was that you are greedy. You said, and you want, no, you want that uh, sweet cash. No, no, I, the, I don't. Do I, do I say the flaws out loud? Because we're, we're like, do, do our characters know each other, or is this something we can like? Well, this is out of character knowledge. Uh, Ferk, we'll see each other's character sheets, so we will know your flaw, but our characters won't necessarily. Okay, he's afraid of the dark. Aww. I just decided. I just decided to give him like a really um, embarrassing uh, uh, fear that will probably come up because at some point we'll be in a cave or a dungeon at some point. Yeah, we don't have any elves or dwarves, so none of us can see in the dark. But I do have a light cantrip, so we'll make it. We'll be good, unless Johnny cuts my hands off so... and I can't cast light. So I have a personality trait and uh, an ideal and a flaw. Um, so my personality trait is I am utterly serene in, even in the face of disaster. <laughs> <laughs> sounds a lot like how you're going to have to get through this show. Pretty much. <laughs> um, honesty is the best policy unless money is involved. And uh, the flaw is I will never trust anyone more than myself. And I'm afraid of heights, which is really hilarious because I'm a druid and I kind of probably like to climb trees. Oh, man. So we got two selfish people and a coward. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope we don't run into any poor ghosts, because we will have no interest in that campaign. <laughs> Alright, so I think the only thing, like, I really can do is, um, like, do the rolls first and then figure out where everything else lies, basically. Alrighty. Well, we're, we're going to be doing the rolls in the, in the, in the roll 20 system, so I should be able to see it yep. at the very least. Um, and if I, I also want to mention this as well, like if you absolutely screw yourself, guys, uh, we can we can re-roll entire dice pools because like if they're all ones, uh, yeah, you know, like if if you feel like you got uh, you were unfair, uh, unfairly dealt a hand when you're rolling your dice pool, appeal to your dungeon master, and I will take it under consideration. Oh, okay. Johnny, you and I uh, compared this before when you were talking about uh, narrative strategy to playing Fallout with a one intelligence. Mm-hmm, yeah. It can be funny, but if you are just dead weight in combat for the entire thing, it might be less fun. And so we're trying to strike a balance between playability and storytelling opportunity. We want to make sure that, that not only the audience is entertained by our shenanigans, but uh, that you guys have fun as well. Because if, if we're not going to have fun playing this, there's really no point. So yeah. so it's it's definitely cool if you're suboptimal, but if you're just useless, that's... That's probably not fun, so... I will say that I'm probably one of those people who... Well, the way... I don't know how you guys play, but normally how we play is if there's a three-person party, one person is generally support, and then the other two basically go in guns a-blazing. To... <laughs> we'll see how the right, the uh, dice rolls out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I like to think that since this is going to be more storytelling and combat-oriented, we would only have combat if necessary. Like, we're not just going to go around grinding for levels. <laughs> <laughs> so, hopefully we'll be fine. It's up to Johnny. And also, I want to say death is on the table, because that could be interesting. Death is on the table, yeah. Yeah, death is on the table. So, that's definitely a thing to keep in mind. But, um, 
uh, whoever wants to roll first, you can go ahead uh, when Johnny's ready to record those rolls. Yes, you can. You can um, go ahead first. Wait. Okay. <laughs> so how do I do this? I just what? I. On the left hand side of the Roll Twenty app, there's a polyhedron uh, in the in the lower left uh, uh, on the bottom of the column, and when you click on that, it should bring up a dice roller dialog where you can select which dice you're rolling. And then uh, if you just click on it, like if you just click on the dice, it will uh, it will roll for you. Oh, okay, cool. So what are we doing, D6? Or I don't know how this works. Wait, how does, uh, what is, what What are we rolling? We're rolling for We're ability rolling scores, for right? Scores. Right. Yeah, rolling, rolling for stats. Which, for the record, are strength, dexterity, uh, and I don't remember the rest. <laughs> Con- Constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. So they go up to they go up to um ten. Ten is average. Twenty is peak, and one is effectively non-existent. Yeah. So I I just want okay. I feel really bad for saying this, but I want one of us to have like a charisma of like seven. <laughs> yeah, I think it. I, that's why I think there are definitely possibilities in uh, weakness. So don't don't be afraid of low rolls. Um, okay, so it's a D six, right? That I'm looking for. No, it's a, it's a D twenty. It depends how you want to play it. If you, uh, if we do three D sixes per stat, that gives you a range of three to eighteen. If you do uh, a, only one D twenty, that gives you a range of one to twenty, which is uh, quite a bit more extreme. It's Johnny's call. Yeah. What do you think, Josh? Um, I'm sorry. Like I said, I I haven't played 5th edition at all, so... um, Yeah, I mean, the the 5th edition book basically recommends point buy, which is like, here's how many ability points you can have. Put them where you want, which is... That's that's some munchkin stuff. Like if you're just in it, just in it. To, to to slay goblins, that's fine. That's not like an illegitimate playstyle, but that's not what we're here for. No, that's not what we're so here for. So we're definitely doing a more old school school kind of thing. Uh like I said to Johnny, it's uh it means up to you, but we're looking at ranges here. So if you if you're comfortable with like a three to sixteen, uh that's D eight or two to sixteen. Three that's D eight. Three to eighteen. Yeah, three to eighteen is D six. Yeah, okay, why don't we do D six? Okay. So. All right, so I guess I'm going first. So I roll what three d six? Yep, six times. Six times. Okay. <laughs> so eighteen rolls, but yeah, we'll do them one, do them one at a time, and then you'll collect those numbers. Okay. So. All right, Jess's first first roll is ten. That's mighty average, Jess. On a d six, okay. how do you roll ten on d six? Five plus five, three, a three, plus... and a two. Oh, okay, I'm dumb. <laughs> I didn't see the notation. I thought she was doing it separately. No, no you're, you're all right, Austin. Just There's an advanced role I didn't see, and now I see it. So for everyone listening, I'm not as stupid as I sounded. <laughs> all right, roll number two. Oh, 11, yay. All above average oh. so far. Well, no, 10 well, is average. Isn't yeah, it? but it has a zero, so you're not. Anyway, keep going. 13. Thir- 13. Damn. He's, oh god, eight, eight, That's fine. sixteen. Oh, oh not bad. man, and nine. Oh my god, that's, that's a pretty terrible. good. That's a pretty good set there. So you'll probably allocate those in the optimal slots for Druid, which I assume are intelligence and wisdom. Uh, wisdom and constitution. Oh okay. Look at me and my never having played this game before. <laughs> I read the book. I'm so glad you're hosting this. Oh, I know. But I think it's fun because a lot of people haven't played it, and they'll be they'll be learning with me. 
Yeah. Leon, do you do you want to go next? Yeah, let's do this. All right, <laughs> I'm just doing it. All right. Um. Okay, I do this three times. So this is me once. Nice. Aha! Um, I'm the best at this. Uh, uh, no, you rolled three d twenty there. <laughs> no, <Leon. laughs> no, no. I, I feel Four, like I won. Fourteen plus one plus three. <laughs> no, like a, a d six doesn't. <laughs> no, I, 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 no, fine. <laughs> I like how you cheated and you still didn't get that great of a score. Unbelievable. Okay. Alright, let's do this for real. Honestly. All right. You could have gotten up to a 60. Alright, here we go. This is real. Yeah, it's fine. One, two, three, Ooh. four, five. Six. There, nothing's really. Uh, all right, so so for the record here, Leon's stats that he rolled are ten, sixteen, eleven, ten, thirteen, and ten. Okay. Nothing with penalties. Let's. Yeah. Leon's uh, Ronaldo is pretty great. Now here, oh, they got great characters. Are you excited for this? This is the part where I blow it. Ready? M- Murphy's Law, Austin. Okay. First roll. Seven. Second roll. Fifteen. Third roll. Three. Oh no! The worst humanly possible. Fourth roll. Eleven. Fifth roll. Thirteen. And last roll. I did twelve. I did fine except for one, which I critically failed. Yeah, that's that's just about the worst that you could possibly get. So the question is, uh, which stat do I become effectively uh, challenged in? Oh goodness gracious. What's funniest if I am a weakling, an idiot, uh, just completely uncoordinated? Like, what's what are you guys feeling? Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, cleric's main um, abilities are wisdom and charisma, so I could take a bad intelligence and just be thick. <laughs> You're like serene, but like <laughs> you know nothing. You can't attain any knowledge. Well, I think that fits with my my Joe Star character, who is very wise in a street sense, but not exactly the sharpest tool in the shed. I th- I guess I'll put that three in intelligence. Um, okay. What's the worst that could happen? Okay, so the next like minute are probably going to be us uh, fussing with our character sheets. I'll probably cut that out of the final recording. So if you're listening, we're back, but we're not right now. <laughs> you were like the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. That's part All of my right. charm. Oh, and then you guys have your equipment picked out. I want to whip. Uh, <laughs> you're a fighter, so you can have ba- you have basically everything available to you. Uh, okay. Uh, I have a quarter staff. Yeah, I have a mace. Oh, do I only get to pick one, or do I get? I, I'll look it up in the players thing in a minute. But you have you should have access to the, the most of all of us. Okay. I want like. Um, I want a morning star and a whip. Basically, I want to swing things. I don't think you're going to be able to start with a whip, honestly. Honestly, <laughs> but I, I no, I know I'm not going to hit people with it. I just want to swing it around. Oh, I mean, and... you you can probably get that um as a uh what's it called a trinket? Yeah, you. Yes, you, I want a trinket. You That's as long exactly as as I long want. as it's okay with Johnny, you should be able to have uh, a non functional item as part of your backstory. <clears throat> Here is your stuff, Leon. For a fighter, you get either chainmail, leather armor, long and or a longbow and twenty arrows. You get a martial weapon and a shield, or two martial weapons. You get a light crossbow and 20 bolts, or two hand axes. And you get a dungeoneer's pack, or an explorer's pack. Obviously, you're not writing all that down, so I can 
throw it back at, <laughs> I can throw it back at you if you want, but you get a you get what's called a martial weapon or two martial weapons. Those are like the serious big time stuff. Like I can't have that. All I get is what are called simple weapons. I want I want a morning star. That is that is <laughs> is that a martial weapon? Probably. It's not I I'd have to look it up, but if um it's not on the thing, you could always ask Johnny if that's an acceptable starting weapon. Do I get a do I get one one spell at level 1 or two spells at level 1? I don't know for druids cuz they're not in the basic um book that comes on the site. That's not a, it's oh, not that's a, it's not a base class. But um wizards get two or three. So here, I think it was two and two, but I could be wrong about that. Here are the martial weapons, Leon. Battle axe, flail, that's probably what you want. Flail. Uh you get glaive, great axe, great sword. Wait, sword. wait, a glaive? Yes. Yes. Like from Kroll? Uh maybe. I, Johnny, you want to you want to make a a ruling? Out, I, I'm almost positive it's not. What counts as a glaive? Um, um, I, I'm not sure. I I don't have crows. <laughs> let me let me look up crow glaive. According to here. Wikipedia, a glaive is a European pole arm similar to a. G- okay, that is that's, that's li- that is not. Yeah, not that's that's not a glaive. No, that's that's, that's no. literally the opposite of what. I want. According to this, druids are technically Pokemon because they learned Thunder Wave. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Uh Leon, you are entitled to a morning star if you wish. That that's you can have two if you want, or you can have one in a show. I want two. Hell I want yeah, two Earth Tremor and Thunder Wave, bitches. Alright, I'm gonna write in two morning stars. I'm leaving some of this in because it's funny. <laughs> no, it's fine. <clears throat> no, I just wanna walk around and say, so I, I I'm on Dice Funk and I'm also a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, wait, what? When I'm you like, cast Thunderwave, to- please yell, Pikachu! <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm going to yell Flappy because that's way funnier. Aw. Oh, man, this three in intelligence is going to be fun. Oh, I get plus one for uh, charisma as well. So I actually have a charisma of 17. My guy is just handsome. Damn, that's like almost supernaturally char- charismatic. Like, you can wink so hard that people's clothes fall off. That would be amazing. I'm going to wink at everyone. It's going to be amazing. Just as a rule. I'm, wink, I'm just going to wink my way through dungeons. It's going to be great. Hey there, bugbear. Looking pretty tight. <laughs> okay, so, uh, Johnny, are you cool with, for my cantrips, produce flame mending, and then for first I have earth tremor and thunder wave, and whenever I do thunder wave, I'm going to yell out Flaffy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm okay with you yelling out Flaffy. <laughs> do you even know what a Flaffy is, Johnny? I, I have no fucking clue, but I'm not going to ask because I'm probably going to get electric. For the record, it's a, an electric sheep that is a Pokemon. It's pink! It's a Pokemon that is a reference to the Philip K. Dick story, Do You Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? That is true. That is very true. So it's, a, it's an electric sheep? Yes. It is. Oh, shit. I get an animal companion? Yeah, you'll probably have to clear that with Johnny, which kind. You, you probably can't start with, like, a brass dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get a brass dragon. <laughs> That's just fucking what? No. I really don't want a wolf animal companion because I feel like that's a really bad idea because I've seen too much Game of Thrones. Aw. All right. So um, well, we can save um some of this stuff for later if you want to because right now we're about an hour and a half in or we started late. But if you want to yeah. get the like we meet in the tavern stuff done and then uh, finish the character sheets after in case people have to go, uh, we can yeah, do that. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Let's do that. 
Yeah, norm- normally I'll just say this right now. Normally I cannot go for two hours, but I but I, I want to get through all all of the the uh, the stats this this week and um and the the meeting part. So yeah. So like I said, uh, we'll probably we're gonna plan for about an hour and a half, uh, which gives us time to shoot for about an hour with some overage, um, which I think works best for listening as well because you don't have time to sit there and listen to three or four hours of this garbage. Hey, you invited me here. This is your fault. Listen, you are my garbage guest. You are my... Uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? What? I welcomed you all to my my dump. Thank you for thank you for showing up. <laughs> Thanks, Austin. It's, not, it's lovely, lovely to be here. The odor, I find, is particularly evocative. Pull up a chair, grab a banana peel. It's all good. You know, I, normally I uh, decide what the title for each episode is, and now I guess Austin does. But Austin, may I just say, welcome to my dump. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty. You could do worse. Yeah, that's it. You really could do worse. Nailed it. Um, whenever Johnny, you're ready to set the scene. You just launch into that. I, I'm sorry that 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 just kind of got sprung. Yeah, on that's me. why I said. Uh, I was. I was. I'm sorry. I was just waiting for you guys to finish your character sheets, doing a little fine tuning no. here, and like looking up some stuff, and then you're like, "Okay, let's get started." I'm like, "What?" That's why the phrase "whenever you're ready" was in there. I love. I love your background here, Leon. He's like a guy. <laughs> it's not wrong. I didn't. I didn't know what to write for bonds because I didn't know what that meant, so I just made a joke. He's like a guy. Okay, so yeah, so the proficiency bonus, you guys see that, right? It's plus two for all of us because we're level one, and that only gets added to stats you have proficiency in, which are, you'll see in your background and class information. And uh, you'll have, you can fill in that little dot. You guys see the little dot? I assume you already know this. I'm just saying it because I just figured it out, and I'm sharing it. So, okay, so you're using your, you're using your three already. Good job, same character. <laughs> Oh, now all the mistakes I make are totally narratively justified. <laughs> they kind of are. We talked about this in the Skype chat, but are you guys, uh, I know, Leon, you hate doing impressions. Are you guys thinking about character voices? Because I'm like... No, I, I refuse. I know it's going to sound racist, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm just not going to do Why that. Why is it inevitably racist? It okay, will well, be. I can't, I can't actually do anything but a horrible English accent, so I'm going to pass. We should just talk. So, not to confuse our viewers, our listeners, maybe we should just keep our voices as normal. Well, I was, yeah, I was concerned because on Word Funk, me and Johnny sound uh, pretty alike for people, but I think me and Leon have a good distance, and Jess obviously sounds exactly like everyone else. So, (laughs) I always say, Austin, you do not sound anything like Johnny, so I don't know who's telling you that. Well, I take the feedback I get. Say something, I can't even hear him. Something, I can't even hear him. So Austin, say something. Hello, ladies. Okay, yeah, I don't see what the fuck they're talking about because they don't sound anything alike. Um, also, as part of my background, I have a holy symbol. This is just an item in with which I uh, have like religious significance. I didn't pick one out uh, yet, so that on my stat sheet it just says holy symbol. That is going to be something eventually. Um, just fun note. Uh, Do you kiss it? It. I'm gonna. I'm, oh, it's gonna be a teddy bear. <laughs> oh, it's a teddy bear. The, I don't know if we're actually meeting in a tavern. I know that's the cliche, but uh, it, it Johnny, yeah. where, where are we meeting? 
Um, mm. Oh, shit. Getting Please into narrator Please mode. say tavern. Please say tavern. You meet in a brothel in the sky. <laughs> Welcome to Sky Brothel. <laughs> Enjoy your stay. I'm 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 kind of I'm kind of formulating that out right now to tell you the truth. Um, do you, so do you need a little uh, bit more? I have just a tiny bit more math, and then I'll have it done. No, yeah, you go right ahead. I'm uh, I'm I'm doing my best cool, here. Cool. Yeah, I have no I have no schedule, so. So when we're not talking to you, do you just flop around like a fish? Like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I live the magic carp life. I don't know if you guys know about this. <laughs> what? No, you must tell me about this because this sounds amazing. So I, what? Like when we contact you, you're Gyarados, but the rest of the time you're just using Splash and it has no effect. Well, no, because they can't. Pokemon can't de-evolve. What is this Digimon? Get your shit oh straight. Oh my god, so so much Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Listen, just because you're an uncultured, <laughs> swine, uncultured swine, Leon. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, Leon. I mean, you really don't contribute a lot to Pokemon. <laughs> to <be good. laughs> fucking harsh uh yeah but i'm right he's agreeing with me so i'm right look i don't i've never played pokemon i've never i don't know anything about pokemon i've never even seen an episode of pokemon um it's the only a video time I've ever, game i know i know I've, <laughs> the only time i've ever enjoyed anything pokemon related was when um i was at magfest and someone was in pikachu cosplay playing an arcade game and was suddenly surrounded by a bunch of uh, Team Rocket cosplayers. Oh my god, that's amazing. They, they, they started, like, mock yelling at him, and they had, like, a, a fake fight, and then they, they, they all dispersed. And it, it, was, it was not planned. They don't know each other. It was just a thing. That was funny. But besides that, I know nothing about Pokemon. You know what? That's not true. I know all the lyrics to the song, even though I've never seen the show. Well, because you want to be the very best, like no one ever was. Oh, yeah. Here's the basic rundown of Pokemon real quick for everyone, including the listeners. It's a um, Megami Tensai ripoff, actually. Okay, well, no. Number one. It is, actually. RC, RC, <laughs> I'll, fight, I'll fight you. I'll fight you. <laughs> oh, my God. Shut up, Austin. Okay, so number one, Arceus is God, Mew is Jesus, and Geratina is Satan. That's all you really need to know. Everything else is kind of weird. Fun fact. They actually, the official pronunciation is Arceus because Arceus has arse in it, which is British for butt. And they, I did know that actually, but I still call him Arceus because I find it funny. (laughs) Fuck you, Pokemon (laughs) company. I'm going to write, I also have a hat. Uh... (laughs) Wait, is it, is it like. Is it like a red hat or is it like a blue hat? It's 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 a, it's a, it's basically the hat I put in the, in the chat. Uh, I don't. I had to, I had to look it up because because I, I know I I wrote in um Mexican hat with balls. What the showed, fuck? And then it showed me. I um, I cannot right now. Oh my god. It was always the DM <laughs> when I was young, so. Yeah, this is me first time as a player in D&D. Um, also, Austin, I apologize for that coughing fit right there, but I literally just could not. I'm going to boost it in the audio so it like echoes really loud. <laughs> and we can use, I'm going to use it as the theme song. I'm going to remix it. <laughs> what is what is actually the theme song of this?
Thanks for asking, Leon. Our theme song is actually the overclocked remix arrangement of Shadow's theme from Final Fantasy VI called A Fistful of Nickels. Uh, besides that, I just wanted to take a moment to thank everybody for listening to the pilot episode of Dice Funk. It's certainly a thing, uh, and we're about to get right into the role-playing part, uh, so I hope you enjoy that. I also wanted to give a quick thanks to all the patrons who made this possible. The show wouldn't exist without you, so I just want to take this moment to thank Cody Jackson, August Rue, Chris Hargadon, Taylor Hoyt, Joseph Tumbrello, Brent, Wayne Witzke, Jason, and Alicia. I wish I had a more articulate way of thanking you, but unfortunately, I have a three intelligence. So, back to the show. If you're hearing this, then you're either watching a springboard embed on... What? I'm just... Leon, follow me on this journey. You're either listening to it through a springboard embed on Channel Awesome. You've downloaded the MP3 from my Patreon. Or is it... Yeah, patreon.com slash austinyorski. Or... You're a wizard. You're a wizard. I might be getting this on iTunes. I'd have to pay for like hosting and stuff. I'm looking into that. Uh... But the, it will be on YouTube eventually, maybe, once your copyright strike is lifted. But those are your options. If you're, like, sitting there in your chair, you're like, man, I love listening to this, but I would prefer to be laying down, not at my computer. So there are other options. Yeah, I have about 10 title cards uh, done up with, uh, like, D&D official art with me and Johnny's cartoon faces. I tried your real face, Leon, but it didn't work so well. My, my face is not good. <laughs> your face, <laughs> is, face, is, not good your face is perfectly adequate. Um, Thank you. But if anybody, yeah, so if anybody's like fan art or you're interested in like doing a commission, um, I definitely would be interested in hearing back from you about that. If you wanted to draw up some characters uh, of us or whatever, you know, all that's on the table. Putting it out there, going forward. Not erotic. Huh? Not erotic. Not erotic. Uh, I, I wouldn't commission erotic, but if you have it in your heart, don't let anyone stop you. Okay, I swear to God, if anybody draws fan art of me with the three of you as erotic, I'm going to kill everybody no, in this chat. Your character, the character is not us. Well, Obvious. you know somebody's gonna do it. Yeah, <laughs> I meant the characters. Yeah, well, they didn't think that. They thought of us, not the characters. So you're welcome. You friggin', I blame you. I, I'm uncomfortable with the idea of literally anyone masturbating to me. So <laughs> you'd think you'd be used to that by now. You've been on the internet long enough, Leon. It's happened. You need. I've I've actually had somebody admit to me on Twitter that they have masturbated to me, and it wasn't either of my ex boyfriends or my current one. So I'm kind of a little uncomfortable with it. What was the fucking end game there? Were they expecting you to be like, oh, that's cool? You want to make this reality? Yeah, like there's no response to that. Okay, that... Austin, you do not Horrible. understand how much I. Actually actually get hit on on a regular basis on twitter and tumblr and facebook my facebook fucking page um, guys are gross um, yeah guys are gross <laughs> i guess Hashtag, i'm just trying to i'm just trying to trace the logic train do they <laughs> think don't it, because it's not gonna work I, I, guess what i just did <laughs> i guess there's just no logic in boner town no <laughs> like there's a think station and you can go to one place you can either go to <laughs> You have enough blood for one destination. You can go to oh my god! You can go no. to Boner Town, or you can go to Logic City. 
Um, <laughs> so Johnny, Johnny. Okay, Austin, I just want to say before we start that that is the best thing because that was literally what was in my brain. <laughs> um, Johnny, please save us from this. I'm, uh, I, I'm just about ready to get started, you guys. If, uh, if, if Johnny's wanna... edging us. This is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm like, I'm actually ready to go. I just don't want to stop this conversation because it's I do. This is like tantric D&D. <laughs> no, I honestly feel really bad because on the one hand, I'm really good friends with Leon and I've known him for a while. But on the other hand, Austin's been in my brain already and I'm just kind of like... <laughs> I mean, sometimes it takes a while to build up that rapport, you know, that chemistry. Other, time, other times it's right into the gray matter. I mean, you were there and it only took you an hour and a half to get there. Sorcery. I'm a cleric. I just invoked my deity. God, my brain, it's just kind of like sitting there going, how did this happen? Uh, All right, I'm good. I'm good. I'm breathing. I'm good. I'm ready. Let's do it. So about that sky brothel. I'm just sitting here eating candy. I'm, I'm totally ready for all this. What, so. what, okay, shall, shall we hold, begin? Hold on. What kind of candy? You're talking about Rolos? We got Star- Jolly, I'm a Jolly Rancher. Yeah, acceptable. I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have started one because now it's going to take a while to finish. And- what flavor, Jolly Cherry. Rancher? It's cherry. Eh, I prefer, I'm more of a grape or watermelon man myself. Watermelon? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down with the watermelon. <laughs> Let's all just chime in with our favorite Jolly Rancher flavor. <laughs> Someone gave me a cup full of all the red ones, so I only have the they, red ones. Somebody just gave you a cup? They were like, here's a cup of Jolly Ranchers? It's a long story. Like it was a rider in like a Motley crew contract. Like they wanted all the red ones picked out, and they gave them to you. Are you a roadie from Motley Crew? If anyone from Jolly Ranchers is listening to this, I'm open to a brand deal. Hit me up. Yeah. Only the only he only likes watermelon though. I only like green apples, so uh yeah. That's actually the best one. <laughs> now that we've established, our this is important, write that on your character sheet. Okay. <laughs> that green apple Jolly Ranchers are best flavor. You think I'm joking, I'm writing it on my character sheet. <laughs> John, okay, Johnny, Johnny hit it. All right. We'll begin? Yeah. All right, we'll begin. You've been on the road for weeks, and while enough to exhaust anybody, a general air of optimism clings to the refugees marching. After leaving your hometown, much of it lost to a great fire, the three of you have come to know each other reasonably well through the caravan leader relying on you to keep order among the marchers. And now, standing at the offices of the gates to the city of Stoneroot, murmurs of excitement rustle through the crowd outside. A plentiful city, the famous quarry promises jobs to any able-bodied persons, and you wait in the office to hear whether or not your group will be admitted. The gate officer returns to the office as leisurely as he left it, unhurried to deliver the news to the group of refugees about your admission to the city, and he addresses the caravan leader in front of the three of you. Well, it looks like the quarry master can take account for all the people you're willing to uh, bring to us, so... Admission to Stone Route will be put through. If I can get you to line up orderly outside the gates, we'll be raising the portcullis, and you can go about your business. The caravan leader turns, looks at you optimistically, and asks you to go spread the news among the ranks. So, I'm an idiot. So, so I'm just gonna, uh, I guess, Anne just walks around just yelling into the air, We can all come in! It's all good! <laughs> All right, I I immediately try to shut Anna because that is, and I and I and I like to uh, I just stand in front of everyone and exclaim, "Everybody, we have we have all been admitted, and it is all my doing. 
So everyone get line up, single file, shortest to tallest. <laughs> Why? But I'm a halfling, so I'm going to take personal offense to this. <laughs> you, no, no, shortest to tallest, like I, shortest in the front. I know, but I, I'm I'm very sensitive to your sizeism, Leon. Okay, you know what? You know what? As I say, shortest, I side eye in. <laughs> Actually, what's funny on my character sheet, this is out of character, obviously. I um, looked at the halfling uh, sizes. They average about three feet and about 40 pounds. I made the conscious decision to be big for a halfling, like three and a half feet, 60 pounds, so which puts me in this great space where I'm a tiny person, but a huge halfling. So I'm always weird wherever I go. Um, okay. I'm just going to walk out the room and just tell everybody to line up single file, ignoring the two of them doing whatever oh, wow. shenanigans. Yeah, we're basically fighting over it. Like, I'm just being a happy-go-lucky <laughs> idiot, and Leon's trying to take credit. I, I, this is not going to go well. All right, well, what happens? Um, the crowd starts to rustle excitedly. A few of them run up to Leon, shake his hand, and clap him on the shoulder and say, Thank you, thank you so much, my god, my family. Uh, we'll be able to eat because of you, all because of you. <clears throat> all right. But most most of the crowd begins to line up, uh, somewhat disorderly, but well within reason in front Does of the Does anyone game. try to slip Leon any gold for letting him into the city? No. <laughs> you accept. <laughs> I, ha- I, have plenty. <laughs> I just want—I just wanted to smack it out of your hands if you tried to accept. So the car- the caravan leader and the uh, and the gate officer come out of the office, um, chatting to each other. The caravan leader shakes the gate officer's hand, and the gate officer makes a signal, and the portcullis begins to raise, and the gates begin to open. Everybody excitedly starts to shuffle towards the opening gate. I'll race you. I I run in, leaving Le- leaving Ronaldo in my dust. I roll my eyes at him, big time. <clears throat> the town of Stoneroot sprawls before you, and strangely you find yourself affected with a certain weariness. It may be that the end of your travels have finally come, and your bodies feel more comfortable giving way to the ache and fatigue of journey, but you suspect that it's more a result of the environment itself. You've never seen a city present itself as so weary before. The row houses and alleyways exude a certain sloth, but not one associated with sleepiness. This atmosphere feels more born of surrender than relaxation. Dusty quarry workers wind their way through the streets, spurred onwards with expressions that suggest they would rather lie down where they were and rest themselves were vagrancy legal. Even shop signs hang with a determined, sullen feel, and the areas of cities that normally buzz with sp- and spring with activity barely distinguish themselves from dour churchyards and dim cemeteries. The only center of activity you find while marching its well-kept streets is an inn in the center of town, but to describe its happenings as activity strikes you as generous. It's simply that the silent and steady march of off-shift workers ends here more than any other place you can see. I yell, this place sucks. <laughs> I, I look at Anne, and I, I, I'm about, it looks like I'm about to agree, but then I don't want to agree with Anne. And I say, come on, let's just go to the inn. Can we go somewhere else? This place, <laughs> no. Ronaldo, this, I want to. This place needs some Ronaldo. I want to go. And then, and then I walk. And then I walk. Uh, I follow I along. I follow them, shaking my head. Can I? Can I? Can I roll a dexterity to see if I trip over anyone as I run stupidly to the to the inn? Um, I'm there running aren't, really. There recklessly. aren't that. There aren't that many people. <laughs> I walk fine. I'm just throwing. So that is out. that a no? I don't run into anybody. 
Um, you do notice, however, that despite the fact that this is such a heavily populated city, that the streets are oddly sparse. That you're not sure many of the houses are actually occupied. The town looks relatively lifeless. Okay, I rolled a d20, as you can see. Uh, I got a 1. That was for my... <laughs> That was for my dexterity check, so I trip and fall on my face, whether you want me to or not. Unrelated, I was I was expecting there to be like a traffic collision, but that was all me. That's 100% an original. Oh all right, God. there you go. You trip and fall on your face. I do nothing. You take you take you take one HP of damage. Your nose is bleeding. <laughs> I I land on my mace. I want to say that I carry it like over my shoulder. I don't like a holster or anything because I think it makes me look cool, and I'm not wrong. I love that Who's the fucking writing? dungeon master here, huh? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah, you can't just decide what happens. <laughs> Sit in your goddamn place, Austin Yorski. Uh, this is my universe. I am your god. I like to think that uh, what I'm bringing to this campaign is a contrast, because you're weaving some serious shit. Like, you're in The Witcher or Game of Thrones, and I'm in, I'm in Adventure Time. Oh, and I'm I'm fine with that. Like this is this is gonna be fun time. Okay. Hey 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 God, um I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up Anne. Aw. And and try really hard not to punch her. Thanks, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> it's not don't listen to what anyone says about you, Jane. You're alright. Thank you. You weird smelly druid. <laughs> Leon, you've already made your way to the entrance of the tavern and, uh, and, and opened the door and looked inside. Um, the activity inside is really no more exciting than the streets that you've just left behind. Uh, Cory dust is thick on everything. The bar, the floor, tables, even the, pa- even the patrons. Uh, it's sometimes piled, sometimes thin. It just seems as though somebody has given up the fight against the ubiquitous stone dust, and it now lies on everything. <clears throat> the publican behind the bar casts an indifferent eye your way, but his look lingers on you for a second, studying you just a little bit. You're not covered in quarry dust. <laughs> the other uh, the other patrons in the bar don't even lift their heads. Some of them look off to the side and then return to the mugs of ale that they're drinking, apart from one young woman sitting at a table who eyes you with some amount of suspicion and possibly curiosity. I'm feeling self-conscious about everyone being covered in dust, so I run a hand over a table to get some, and I just rub it on my face. Everybody stops what they're doing and stares at you. <laughs> I don't know whose turn it is. There's, I don't... there's no turns in role-playing. Just if you... Yeah, there's no turns. You oh, just, okay. Just... oh, okay. No, okay. Well, in that case, I go over uh, to the young lady and introduce myself as Ronaldo, as I am known to do. I'm going to the barkeep and ordering the biggest cup of ale I've ever seen in my life. I just need to drink after this shenanigans. I, I go over to Ronaldo with my dusty face, and I stand by him because he seems like the guy who knows what's going on. Oh my god! I look, I look at Anne. And I said, "Go away, girl. Go. I'm doing a thing here." <laughs> I take a step back, and when you turn around, I take the step forward again. <laughs> okay, I sit, um, I sit down anyway. Jane, the uh, the bartender says that the the um, the cost of the ale will be two copper pieces, and begins to pour you a giant tankard of ale. Okay, I hand him a gold piece. He looks he looks at the gold piece a little confusedly and says, "I think I'm going to have to go back to the safe to change this." Are, are you um you know what? How about how much how many how many uh how many tankards of how many <laughs> tankards of ale would that give me? Like enough to buy for the whole bar? 
Um, I'm trying to remember what the conversion rates to copper and gold are. Math. I'm sorry, I don't mean to make you math. <laughs> math, everyone. Oh, it's it's like a hundred. Yeah, it's a hundred copper pieces makes a makes. I a think gold isn't it a hundred so. copper makes a silver? A hundred silver makes a gold. No, 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 no. Ten coppers make oh, okay. a silver. Fifty makes electrum. Oh, electrum. Uh, That's what they makes use. a gold. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he says, "Oh, absolutely, it'll buy around for the bar, probably twice." Okay, then do it. I don't want you to like have to go back into a safe or whatever. The the bartender smiles at you gently and says, "That's very kind of you," and announces with very little pomp and circumstance that um, two free rounds on uh, uh, on the new travelers. The bar responds lacklusterly. I give everyone a thumbs up as if to take part. <laughs> I kind of look at the barkeep as he's like pouring out all of these ales and I kind of look at him and I go, um, so what's, are, do a lot of people live here? Cause it seems kind of empty for a city. A lot of people still live here. He says, most of them, uh, work down in the quarry. Um, there's a, a heavy work that, uh, that goes on there, and a lot of the workers get demanded to, uh, uh, I should say, instructed to stay late. So if things look a little bit quiet, it's just that everyone's on the job. Now, uh, the young, the young lady at the table looks up at you, uh, uh, Ronaldo, and All says, right. uh, and says, uh, motions with her head towards Jane, and says, um, are you all three together? Yes, we've been traveling for some time. Hi, I'm Anne. Uh, oh my god, Anne, shut up. Uh, I, that's actually uh, my money that uh, Jane just bought everyone a round of uh, two rounds of drinks uh, for the bar. It's just the kind of guy I am. I'm Ronaldo. It's just one word. And then I put out my hand to shake. She doesn't take your hand and says, you make quite a splashy entrance. Um, sorry, Jane, the bartender says, I'm sorry, what were you saying? Um, is there some kind of... Um person in charge like guard constable lord king something like that the lord erlin looks after us here he says um he works very closely with the quarry and essentially the quarry keeps the town as rich and plentiful as it is so they take good care of each other but uh the, the lord erlin would be the man in charge as you say I pulled, by the way, I pulled my hand back because Ronaldo does not get left hanging. Did you did you transfer <laughs> into like a cool hair swipe? No, I actually did it with a, one of those like chin rubs that Indiana Jones does. Nice. Um, I thank the bartender and I go over to where Ronaldo is sitting and I take a chair next to him. <laughs> I'm still standing, by the way, like a step behind Ronaldo, like awkwardly. I look over. I look over at Anne and say, "For God's sakes, pull up." <laughs> I do. I don't know which God, but I do. I, I don't. But know but but by standing, Anne is actually at head height of the rest of you who are sitting. So. That is why I, Ronaldo refuses to be at the same height. Oh, oh yeah, I'm three six. So I, yeah, I'll grab a chair. By the way, uh, Leon, I, I, you know that I worship Avandra because I will not stop talking about it. I'm a, I'm a cleric. It's my thing. The young lady at the te- at the table says, "My name's Emma." Hi, I'm Anne. <laughs> you mentioned that she says. I introduce everyone at the table uh, because I'm pretending I'm the leader. <laughs> I snort. I snort at Ronaldo, thinking that he's the leader. Why have you come to our beautiful city? She says with more than just a dash of sarcasm. 
I followed Ronaldo. <laughs> he knows what follows Ronaldo. He's so smart. He knows what's going on. Oh my god, this is gonna be a thing. Uh... She just asked you a question. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I says, oh yes. Well, we're leading people here. Uh, they're interested in work. They're interested in comfort. And obviously, your town has. And I kind of pause and say, plenty of that. So you've come to feed more people to the quarry, she says. Well, feed might be the wrong word. Uh, what do you mean by that? Just that it swallows up a lot of the energy and resources of this town. A lot of people who used to have smiles on their faces. Not so much anymore. It's dusty here. Do you know what happened to them? Uh, Emma, Emma just casts you a glance and then looks back at Ronaldo. <laughs> pat Anne on the head. Because I, I feel like that's what Anne wants. It is. I, I look at Emma and I say, so is there anything that, like, is anyone trying to do anything about it? Or has anyone spoken to the Lord or whatever? About what exactly? Well, if you're in the state of uncomfortableness, shouldn't you be talking to the person in charge? Oh, you mean the Lord that works very closely with the quarry master? So I hear, but... She dodges the topic and says, what about you yourselves? What are you here for? Money! Women. I say this without any, like, irony or, like, you know, uh, or even self-awareness. I followed Ronaldo. It's what she does. It's what I do. Do you guys, do you have, are there any shrines here? Any uh, shrines to Avandra? No shrines to Avandra. We do have a church, though. Is it, It's not those dirty Yandala worshippers, is it? No. Oh, thanks. You would not hear the end of it if it were. So am I right in thinking that you guys are looking for work, then? Well, I'm obviously very wealthy already, but I could always use a little more. I might have a job for you, she says. I cock my eyebrow in a really, really sexy way. <laughs> Can I roll a saving throw not to get super wet? <laughs> make, a, make a constitution check. Okay. No, let's actually do this. <laughs> I mean, I was already doing it, with your permission or not. So I rolled an 11, and my constitution modifier is plus 1, so that's a 12. And what's your constitution? Uh, my base, or I, I added the modifier. My base constitution is 12. 12? Okay, so you make the constitution. You don't get mm -hmm. wet, but you do get a little weak in the knees. And I'm sitting down. That's impressive. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> somebody's, somebody's gone missing, she says, and I need some help to find him. Who's gone missing? Ulick, the Lord's son. Well, wh when was the last time Ulick was seen? When he went away to school. Oh, how old is this Ulick? Ulick is, uh, she describes Ulick as being in his uh, late teens, early twenties. Um, mentions that it's not uncommon for uh, uh, the Lord of uh, Stoneroot to send their uh, young children away, particularly the young men who are in line for the position of Lord, off to a sort of finishing school in one of the nearby towns. She also lets slip that she's actually Ulick's lover, and they have been together for years, but once Ulick went off to school, which happened about two months ago, he stopped corresponding with her almost entirely, and she thinks that it's really, really suspicious. And when she's tried to talk to the Lord about Ulick's disappearance, everything, everyone at the Lord's Manor basically stonewalls her... Up, um, her efforts to try and find out what's happened to him. What is the name of the town, and what is the name of the school? 
I'm going to need to know this. <clears throat> the the name of the town and the school that he yeah. went to? Okay, I didn't actually... <laughs> it's okay. We, 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 <laughs> you can tell me later. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, did, do you want to break there? Yeah, we, 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 can, we can break here. Uh, just spoiler, we're going to take the case. We're going to do it for free, right, Ronaldo? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Bef- wait, before we break... Um, no, you know, I'll ask about payment later. Well, that'll be that'll be the cliffhanger. Hey, Emma, we'll do it for free. Oh my god, <laughs> that's very kind of you, Anne. No, no, Ed does not speak for the group. Anne barely speaks for Anne. I second Anne. I think we should do it for free. Avondra I... would love it if we did it for free. Come on, we always take everyone's money. You know what? You know what, Emma? Uh, I. I actually think my two friends are very generous, and on their behalf, I will take all the gold. So, so you <laughs> and is and is too all. stupid to realize what you just did, and, sh- and nods vigorously. No, they they don't need it. But um, I have. I give I give Ronaldo a sideways look, and then I roll my eyes at him, and then I just I just like go whatever. I don't. Here's what I here's what I do. I um I put my my two fingers uh, to my eyes and lean my head down and I say, I have two children to feed, you know, and then I look up real serious, and I say, How much are you willing to pay? Emma looks up at the uh, Emma looks up to the bartender, who locks eyes with her a second. A little bit of unspoken communication happens between the two of them, and she returns her look to you and says, I can only pay you about twenty gold. And I, I look at my two friends and I say, "So long as I get all 20. You don't want you don't want to try to um, roll something to bargain or something uh, or something. What's your you have a, like a mad charisma, right? This is out of character, obviously. <laughs> like you're per- I do have I do have mad charisma. So you probably do a persuasion. Uh, just just to end this with you being a badass. Um. All right, all right, yeah. Can I can I try to roll for charisma to to go for to, to absolutely, go for absolutely haggle. Okay, let me see if I can do this. Okay, um, yeah, D twenty plus modifier. Yeah, yeah. That's I have I have so much charisma, so that's good, right? Yeah, uh, basically, stat checks you want to come under. So it, it it goes you know like the higher your stat is, you have a charisma of sixteen. That means that if you roll up to a sixteen, it's a success. If you roll above a sixteen, it's not a success. Okay. I say, I say, I, I just to add some role play to this. I say, you know, I've slain dragons before for uh, for twenty. You're only asking, you're asking me to rest my life for this, but I I really feel like I should get about twenty five. She looks at the bartender again, returns her gaze to you, nods, and says. 25 it is. Okay. Now I put, now, you know, and now I try to shake her hand again, because she didn't before, and it upset me, and I say shake on it. She shakes yes, your hand this time. Finally. Okay. So, <laughs> I guess that- You just want a banger. No, well, no, not, not anymore. She has a boyfriend. Um, and- And she's I, not money. <laughs> money. No, um- Can that be the title of the next episode, and she's not money? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. So, right. you, I guess the, that's probably a good place to stop. The deal is struck. The quest is set in motion, guys. We did it. Hooray! 